Hello, my name is Andrew Larkin. Hello, my name is Cameron Mayfield. And today, this is AGTV NFL Draft Review, and we will be going through our top 10 draft classes based on the NFL Draft this year. So, starting off with number 10, we have the San Francisco 49ers. Now, round one, they took, uh, with the second pick overall, they took Nick Bosa, defensive end, Ohio State. He is 6'4", 266 pounds. Uh, he is a star-studded star uh, defensive line. And he had eight and a half sacks, 16 tackles for a loss as a sophomore in 2017. Bosa was the top pass rusher in this year's class. And I, I really do like this pick because the 49ers are definitely an up-and-coming team. And uh, they definitely improved with this pick because... Um, after they traded for D Ford, it's definitely going to boost their edge rush. And they did sign Quan Alexander in free agent to man the middle linebacker spot. So now with it taking Nick Bosa, it gives San Francisco two really talented pass rushers, which will help them to wreak havoc and force some turnovers on the outside. Not to mention DeForest Buckner causing interior pressure. So this team definitely can surprise some teams and might make some noise in the NFC West this year. And I really do like this Nick Bosa pick. But in their second and third round, they took wide receivers. Now, I also like this because as long as Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy, that gives him some new weapons to pass to. Yeah, he, they took uh, Debo Samuel, 36 pick overall, out of South Carolina. Uh, he's 5'11", 214 pounds. He had 62 uh, caught passes for 882 yards and 11 TDs for the game clocks in 2018. He played in the Senior Bowl in January, and he's really shone there. They're in a 4-4-8 at, at the Combine in Indianapolis, so his receiving-wise, he's excellent. Yeah, I do like Debo Samuel because, honestly, in my opinion, I think he is the best slot receiver in this class. Now, Jalen Hurd, 6'5", he's a, definitely an athletic specimen, and he's still learning running routes. But when you add these receivers to their depth chart, that it already includes guys like Marquise Goodwin and Dante Pettis, and not to mention Tevin Coleman, free agent they just signed. I think the 49ers, I definitely think they executed this draft well, and we should see some improvements this year. And now with number nine, we have the Cincinnati Bengals. With, with their uh, the 11 pick in the first round, they took Jenna Williams, out of Alabama, offensive tackle out of Alabama. That was a shock to me because in college he was, he was really good, but I don't think he deserved the 11th pick overall. Uh, he, yes, he had, uh, he left with 29 tackles and, and, you know, he was good and Alabama, he really fit in with that defense down in Bama and that's why they won all the national titles. They had a good defense and offense. Uh, when he goes to Cincinnati to play, how good is he going to do? Yeah, I think this draft class, I mean, you are right. Uh, Jenna Williams is definitely capable of leading this offensive line and they, a top need that they had was offensive line. Now, the Bengals, I don't think they really hit it hard with any star players out of college. However, they did make quite a few picks in this draft, which provides young depth, which in the Bengals, they are definitely in a time of rebuilding right now. And parting ways with guys like Vontez Perfect, they drafted Deshaun Davis out of Auburn in the sixth round to replace. And not only that, but they also took a quarterback out of NC State. Just a nice rebuilding for this team who definitely is in need of it. Now, they took that quarterback, and they also took a nice tight end in Drew, Drew Sample. Uh, 
he he was good down in Washington. Uh, led the Pac-12 uh, three weeks in a row with uh, most yards, and I think he's going to be uh, hard to cover in the NFL. Yeah, Drew Sample, I definitely think, is one of the better tight ends in this class, uh, along with Noah Fant, who we will get to later on. But anyways, number eight, we have the Buffalo Bills. Now, I was really impressed with their draft class. Uh, with the ninth pick overall, Ed Oliver, I think he deserved. That was a steal. That was a good steal. I think he deserved to go higher, but he was right there for uh, Buffalo and defensive tackle out of Houston. He, I, I gotta say, he's one of the best defensive tackles I've seen in Houston history. Definitely, definitely. And I think he's gonna make a mark for the Buffalo Bills this season. Absolutely. And going in with the number nine overall pick, that that's just a steal. Yeah. I mean, teams like the Raiders and the Giants passing on this yeah. guy. I don't know. I thought he was gonna go to the Raiders. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, Cody Ford too. He, oh yeah, that best, pro, arguably the best offensive tackle in the yeah. draft slips to them in the second round. How I don't know, but you they got lucky. Give, yeah, luck definitely is a factor. But this, uh, the rest of their draft class isn't too great. But with those first two picks, the value that they got yeah. is just so great they that we have them, to put them in the top ten. Oh yeah, and Ed Oliver, I definitely think will shine here in Buffalo this year. Oh, he definitely will. Now, he won't directly help quarterback Josh Allen, but he will make his life easier on defense. Yeah. So, And he does work very well with head coach Sean McDermott's three technique. I think this is just a perfect fit for Ed Oliver. You may agree with me, but the defense is what's going to help the offense out oh, yeah. in the future. Absolutely. So him going to Buffalo is going to be a huge pick. Absolutely. And now with number six, we have the Denver Broncos. Now, they, I love their draft class. Uh, tight end Noah fan out of Iowa. What what is there to say about this kid? Led the Big Ten in uh, touchdowns by tight ends. Come out twentieth pick. I thought he should have went higher, but you know they stole him too. Yeah, they also Noah fan was the pick that they got in the trade for Pittsburgh Steelers yeah. when they traded up. And uh, him and his old teammate from Iowa, T.J. Hawkinson, are probably one of the better tight ends in this draft. Wow. So. You, you could consider it a steal because they did have to trade down to get him. And they yeah. still got him. And not to mention, they also passed on Drew Locke uh, later in the yeah. second round. But then they traded right back up after their first second round pick and got Drew Locke, which I think is one of the best steals of the day. Yeah. Because many people had him projected to go first round. And he's a great quarterback who will definitely be their franchise quarterback in the future that they can look forward to out of Missouri. And then linebacker Justin Hollins out of Oregon. They really got him at a good pick, too. Because I think if they would have took him one pick later, he wouldn't have been there. Definitely. I mean, John Elway, that he has a thing for quarterbacks. And right. you got to have a lot of respect for him taking Drew Locke. I, I think it shows that he has a lot of confidence in him growing and will be able to lead the team. Yeah, you got a Hall of Fame legend telling you you want a good guy. And if Joe Flacco goes down with an injury... You got this guy. He's a beast. He's ready to fill in any time you need him. Yep. And Joe Flacco, I think he'll definitely start the first couple of games, but he might even start the year. But Drew Locke learning under a veteran like Flacco will definitely help him and be ready to the Broncos in the rebuilding process. And he'll be a playoff team here soon. Oh, miss definitely. Not to mention their defense that is already good, but they also it, improved upon in the draft. Yeah. So, with our number six, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers. Boy, I, I think this should have been higher in our selection, but, you know, there's other good picks. Oh, yeah. They traded up from the 20th pick 
to take Devin Bush out of Michigan. I think arguably that's one of the best picks of the oh, draft. Yeah. Much much needed in replacement of Ryan Shazier, who's still been out with that injury, who may never play football again. Definitely a must for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They've needed an inside linebacker for a couple years now, and to finally make that move to trade up. I mean, you can call me a homer, but I really like it. Now, in round three, they took uh, Deontay Johnson, wide receiver out of Toledo. I heard uh, Jim Nance comparing him to AB. Yes. I think he, I think he's gonna go onto the stage and he's gonna shine. I think he's well. Uh, he'll definitely start alongside Juju Smith-Schuster, which I think will provide better chemistry than Antonio Brown did, as he just caused problems in Pittsburgh. But I think it was actually a little bit of a reach for Deontay Johnson. Now I remember when I was actually watching the draft, the Seattle Seahawks, who were also in need of a wide receiver, traded up one pick in front of the Pittsburgh Steelers to draft the specimen of DK Metcalf. Yeah. That honestly made me angry because the Pittsburgh Steelers, which are my favorite team, were one pick away from him. But, I mean, even though Deontay Johnson was a reach out of Toledo, I still think the Steelers are known to develop wide receivers. Well. Oh, yeah. So I think he, he will definitely get his time. Here Good example is Lynn Swan. Oh, yeah. Back in the 70s. Now, another pick that shocked me in the draft is the Steelers taking a running back. Yeah, I, I do Snow. like this running back, though. He When he won the MVP in the Citrus Bowl for Kentucky last year, he really shines, scoring four touchdowns in that game. But And then Justin Lane, you're improving the uh, defense with Justin Lane. Like, let's say Joe Hayden, one of them, goes down. This guy's ready to fill in for anybody. Yeah, and I think this was a steal, too. Is a lot of experts had him in the... Early, early second round, late yeah. first round in their mock drafts. And to get him in the late third round out of Michigan State, I think that's a great pick for the Steelers. I honestly, definitely in need of secondary. I round. honestly thought New England was going to take him with their first round pick. Yeah, he's definitely one of the more talented cornerbacks in this draft. And for the Steelers to get him late with the 83rd overall pick, that's a steal. I, I think that is a steal. Now back to Benny Snell, the running back. When you got young guys like James Conner and Jalen Samuels back there, you, I think throwing Benny Snell, who is a very talented running back in the mix, will definitely help to relieve those young guys who I don't think are ready for the roles the, of complete workhorses yet. Yeah. For example, like Todd Gurley or Ezekiel Elliott, Le'Veon yeah. Bells of the league. But this extra running back depth will definitely help the Steelers to have this young core of guys who can rotate in and all provide well. See, James Conner was good last year, but he needs a break between every game, so... Yeah. Right. Benny Snell's going to be in there. Yeah, I think I, he's going to fit in right well I with I really him. do like this pick. Even though they were not in need of running back help, I do like this pick. So moving on to number five, we have the Arizona Cardinals, who did have the first pick in this draft. Now, this is a funny story. Me and you argued about this pick because I thought it was going to be Nick Bosa they were going to take. Yeah, no, I they go out. Kyler Murray. They go out, take Kyler Murray. Then in the th- Which is much needed in yeah. the Josh Rosen situation. Then in the third round, they trade Josh Rosen to Miami. Yeah, that was – I mean – we were all expecting Josh Rosen to be traded eventually, but in that draft, and they used those picks to draft wide receivers, which are extra weapons for Kyler Murray yeah. in his first year in Arizona. See, now, Hakeem Butler out of Iowa State, I think that was a snap there because look at uh, Hollywood Brown down in Oklahoma when Kyler Murray played for Oklahoma. Him and Hollywood Brown would hook up 75 yeah, yards plus. Easy. If you look at most of his touchdowns, it was Hollywood Brown all day. Yeah, so definitely with these young receivers coming as a rookie with Kyler Murray will help to rebuild that Cardinals core that they have so far been trying to fix for so long now. Not to mention Larry Fitzgerald still there in Arizona going to mentor these young guys. Yeah, And then you got, they they go in the third round and take a defensive end 
Zach Allen out of Boston College. I think that was a good pick by them too. Yeah, defensive end was also a needed position for the Cardinals as they don't really have that great of a pass rush. And with the loss of um, their safety, Tyron Matthew, this defense definitely needs an improvement. Now, in the second round, when they took Byron Murphy, I was expecting Byron Murphy to also go first round as a cornerback. So for them to take him with their first pick in the second round, that's a big just their first two picks off the board of Kyler Murray and Byron Murphy really impresses me, and that's why we have them ranked number five here. Yeah. So number four, we have the New England Patriots. The cheers. The cheers. Now, you got to give them credit. Uh, Nikhil Harry, wide receiver, Arizona State. Tom Brady ain't going to be in the league much longer, let's right. get real. Right. And I think with Tom Brady as the leader of the team still, Nikhil Harry, he's going to do something in New England. Yeah, definitely. With these young receivers, especially with the loss of guys like Rob Gronkowski, you need extra guys here to fill in the role. And New England also, just like the Pittsburgh Steelers, are known to develop wide receivers as well. Oh, they're so good. I think this is a great pick for the Patriots here. And then they... Which shocked me is they didn't take a tight end in a draft, but... Yeah, especially with Rob Gronkowski retiring. Mm -hmm. I don't know what they're going to try to do with that at this point. Maybe just move on from the position Mm -hmm. completely and focus on wide receivers. But they got a good pick in Damian Harris running back out of Alabama. I I think he's going to fit in right with that offense. Yeah, and the Patriots, they are known as a team to use like four to five running backs per game just in different roles. So Damian Harris will fit right in, learn the system, and he'll be good to go for New England. Oh, yeah. And they did take a quarterback in the fourth round out of Auburn, Jarrett Stidham. I, I'm going to assume that this guy is supposed to be Tom Brady's successor, but I just don't agree with waiting until the fourth round to take a quarterback like no. this because rarely ever do fourth-round quarterbacks come to the starting spotlight of an NFL job, let yeah. alone Tom Brady's replacement. I, I think when he goes to uh, filming for Tom Brady, there's going to be a big shoes to fill. Definitely. And I'm not a big Tom Brady fan myself, but, you know, between this guy came in 2003, Patriots had no, didn't even know what a Super Bowl was. He comes in 16 years later, wins him six of them. Six times, uh, yeah. It's going to be hard to replace. First Valley Hall of Famer all day. Oh, yeah. But on the flip side of the ball, with Chase Winovich from Michigan, I think this was also a steal. A lot of steals oh, yeah. in this draft. But outside linebacker is definitely a team need, and the Patriots' defense hasn't been the greatest it's, recently. So this is a great fit for the Patriots. Here. When, in that uh, the big game against uh, Ohio State, Ch- Chase went through the line and got Dwayne Haskins yes, at least three times. And Dwayne Haskins is a mobile quarterback. Yeah. So for somebody of this caliber on New England's team, I think he'll definitely see a starting role right away and be able to contribute right off and, the bat. And then he had like the third best t- linebacker forty yard dash with a five with a four five nine. And a four five nine is pretty fast for a yeah. linebacker here. So number three. We have the Cleveland Browns. Only if they could get a team to win a Super Bowl. Only they get a Super Bowl. Boy, they'd pay money for that. But 46th overall pick, Greedy Williams. Yeah, especially after John Dorsey trading out of the first round for Odell Beckham Jr. And then to get somebody like Greedy Williams in the second round, it couldn't have went any better for the Cleveland Browns here. I swear they had this thing cleaned up before the draft even started. Yes, John Dorsey is definitely a mastermind when it comes to the general manager role. And with free agent guys like Sheldon Richardson... And trades for Odell Beckham Jr. and pass rusher Oliver Vernon, I wouldn't be surprised if this Browns team makes a run in the playoffs this year. But what shocked me is they took a punter in the fifth round. They had good other good picks they could have took, but yeah. what do they see in this kicker? Yeah, kickers and punters going that early in the fifth round, I really don't understand why. Maybe they saw something in him because, as we know, John Dorsey has an eye for talent. 
But I guess we'll see what happens with this kicker from Oklahoma. But we did see problems with kickers last year. Oh, yeah. They did lose games. So definitely bringing in somebody to try out. Maybe they see something in this guy and he might be their future kicker. These defenses, when they go for the, uh, usually a PAT, it's no problem. Right. But now they moved it back a couple yards, right. and it gives the defense more time to situate. And it's definitely and harder since it is farther yeah. away. So with number two, which is my personal favorite of this draft, the Washington Redskins. So the Redskins here, with Dwayne Haskins falling to them at 15th overall, that I don't think pick. arguably the steal of the draft. Uh, I mean, you guys like, when the Giants took Daniel Jones that early in the first round, all of us were left scratching our heads yeah. why they would leave Dwayne Haskins to go. But for the Redskins to finally get the quarterback that they've long been looking for since Robert Griffin III, I think Dwayne Haskins is definitely the best fit for Washington out of Ohio State. And taking running back Bryce Love in the fourth round, we know a couple of years ago he was a Heisman finalist and should have probably came out of college right away. But he did want to pursue his degree, so he did finish that and did take a step back. But I still think he's, he has the talent, and he will definitely be a high-caliber running back out there in Washington alongside Darius Geese, who they drafted last year after his ACL tear. But this young core with now with Bryce Love in the mix, I think the Redskins are starting a nice rebuilding process around Dwayne Haskins. The, everybody knows Alex Smith, terrible leg injury last year. Yeah, absolutely Went down. I think Dwayne Haskins, he's gonna he's not gonna jump in and be an all star quarterback right away. Right. It's gonna take a couple weeks to it get will. him going. It will. But I, he will develop quickly with oh his yeah. experience at Ohio State. He's in the NFC East, not a very tough division to win anymore. It seems all you gotta do is win nine games. But he's going up against the Dallas defense, a Giants defense, and a always tough Philadelphia Eagles defense. Yeah. And not to mention, he's also be he will also be sitting behind veteran Case Keenum, who they traded for this year. Oh, yeah. So that's a nice asset for him to be able to develop his role and be ready for the future. Which, if you most people don't agree with me, but Case Keenum, he's still a good guy. But you want a quarterback that could learn from him and probably do better than him in the future. Right, right. And Dwayne Haskins, I think, can definitely fit this role in Washington. Oh, yeah. I do like this draft class. So with our number one draft class of the 2019 NFL Draft, we went with the Indianapolis Colts. That was a good pick, man. Uh, honestly, I wanted to stay here with the uh, Colts because it was a good pick. And players Campbell, wide receiver Ohio State, I think he's going to get onto the roll right away. Him and Andrew Luck are going to hook up. I don't see him beating out T.Y. Hilton yet, but he's going to do good. And I think general manager Chris Ballard has definitely crushed the draft this year. He found stars that, and in the past two years, after going 4-12 and in 2017 and improving to a 10-6 and record last year, finding all these young stars will definitely help catapult Indianapolis into getting that Super Bowl goal that they have been having for so long. Gary Green, out of uh, linebacker out of Mississippi State, uh, I don't know what more you can say about him. What he did in the game against Texas A&M, that quarterback he went against was a beast, and what he did to him was terrible. Yeah, and I think with all of the trades that Indianapolis made in this draft, including four picks in the second day, which is rounds yeah. two and three, yeah. they, I mean, 
they don't really have very many big names. Rocky Asin, the cornerback out of Temple, will definitely start right away. They'll fit in right away. But they did take a lot of young stars. They had 11 picks in this draft this year. And I think rebuilding around this young core is important to an already good Colts team that will help them to improve even more than they did last year. Now looking forward to next year's draft because Andrew Luck, he's getting, he's getting hurt too much. Yeah. Are you going to take Tottawada out of Alabama? That's to be uh, seen next year. If they do, I think the offense is going to be unstoppable. But for right now, they got a good team to deal with. Yeah, and that's why we, we rank this Colts class number one, because they already do have a good team. And to draft all of these young stars and this core that they can build around to improve their team even further, it just there's no doubt about it. You love this class top to bottom. Oh, yeah, you got to love one. it. You got to love it. All right, that is all we have for today. Thank you for tuning in to the AGTV NFL Draft Review, and we will see you next year in 2020.